Lunchtime Replay from Money FM 89.3. Hashtag Wanderlust with Tim Go only on Money FM 89.3. So earlier I was encouraging you to plan your birthday trip. Plan a trip around your birthday. Make it a week-long holiday or more. Now I'm going to tell you where I went last year. I'm not going to tell you where I'm going next uh, Friday, uh, this coming Friday, I mean, this year. But I'll tell you where I went last year because it's a place that, well, it's the most magical place I've seen up to this date, okay? Um, you know, every year I get blown away with wherever I go on my birthday. Uh, and last year's destination, Uzbekistan. Yeah, if you have no idea where it is, well, don't worry, you're not alone. Really, 80% of the people I talked to about my trip uh, didn't know where that is either. And those who did know about this place asked me, why are you going there? Um, anyway, let me tell you, Uzbekistan is a double landlocked country in a region called Central Asia. Yeah, there is a region called Central Asia. You won't think of it as part of Asia, but it is. Uh, and this is the region that is sandwiched between the Asian part of Turkey in the west, uh, China in the east. You've got um, in the north of uh, Central Asia would be Russia, really. Uh, and in the south, you've got Iran and Afghanistan, these kinds of countries. Now, Uzbekistan is right in the middle of all of this, right in the middle of Central Asia. It is bordered by all the Stan countries like Kazakhstan in the north, Turkmenistan in the southwest, Afghanistan in the southeast. Uh, you've got Tajikistan and uh, Kyrgyzstan in the east as well. And you've got Azerbaijan in the west. I think I covered all these countries, right? Uh, so this is the landlocked, double landlocked place called Uzbekistan. It just opened up for tourism recently. Last year I went there, I needed a visa. This year, if you're a Singapore, uh, Singapore passport holder, you don't need a visa. So my Canadian uh, v passport didn't require a visa. You're Singapore, you don't need a visa. You just take a flight, fly there, land there, and in you go. Now, the first, okay, the second question I get asked really is, is it safe? Well, as it turns out, uh, Gallup's 2018 Law and Order Survey puts Uzbekistan as one of the top five safest countries in the world, ranking right up there uh, with us here in Singapore, Norway, and Finland. Do you know the capital of Uzbekistan? It's called Tashkent. <laughs> it's a vast area that is a throwback to the glory days of the Soviet era, like what we saw uh, growing up in the news, or we still see it sometimes on TV, I think, if you watch Soviet-era TV. So there are huge, imposing buildings, edifices, ornate metro stations. I'll tell you more about that. Um, these are 1960s-style underground train stations. There are plenty of sculptures scattered all around many city parks of Tashkent, a really beautiful city, yeah, a little bit communist in a way, if you have the stereotype of what a communist place looks like. But then again, Uzbekistan used to be part of the Soviet Union. Now, the most interesting area of Tashkent is the ancient Chorsu Bazaar. Chorsu is a cross, it means crossroads. And this is quite possibly the original crossroads of the world between Asia and Europe, because it's one of the oldest and biggest bazaars in Central Asia. There are seven imposing blue domes dominating the skyline of Chorsu Bazaar. Inside, a vast marketplace that sells everything from meat and meat that you never even thought of um, to vegetables and fruit, jewelry, houseware, clothes, 
everything you can imagine. You can find a Chorsu Bazaar. You even find animal carcasses there from the butchers at the meat uh, section of it. So very interesting, very different world. They even sell slabs of animal fat uh, that is used extensively in Uzbek cooking. Now, unlike any other bazaars, the vendors at Chorsu will leave you alone if you're a tourist. They won't, they won't be hawking their merchandise. They won't tell you to come in, my friend, have a look. How much do you want for this? They don't do that. No hard selling at all. Uh, the tourists and locals alike, we pay pretty much the same price, really. You just have to bargain and you pay rock bottom prices for things that you need to buy. Um, it's already cheap, even if they price gouge you as a tourist, but they won't. Most of them didn't do that to me anyway. Uh, there are other, you know, complexes, old uh, Islamic complexes in Tashkent, like the Kast Imam complex from the, it's the old quarters of the city with uh, restored madrasas and mosques in there, which you can take a look at. The buildings are newly restored, so they're beautiful. But some of uh, the old madrasas have now been converted into souvenir shops, which could be a turnoff for some uh, travelers. Tourists might like it. Travelers won't. Getting around Tashkent can be uh, a challenge as well if you don't read Russian or Uzbek because there are, well, two or three metro lines, I think, but they're not tourist-friendly at all. No English signs in sight. Uh, And station names could be either in Uzbek or Russian, but not both. It gets confusing. Um, But the metro stations themselves are tourist attractions, so getting lost underground is something you should do. Uh, the stations are ornate, domed ceilings, um, vaulted ceilings, uh, a lot of sculptures, a lot of artwork, uh, intricate mosaic, and really very art, arty and classic and charming all at the same time. So you ought to get lost in the underground. That's all I'm going to say. Um, taking pictures is allowed. You might see signs that say no pictures allowed, but yeah, it is now allowed. Try to maybe not take pictures of the people working there. They won't like that, but otherwise it's fine. If you're going to take a taxi, there are plenty of taxis in Tashkent. Uh, in fact, every car is a taxi. Uh, taxis are shared. Cars are shared. And all you have to do is go down to curbside. Car passes by, thinks you're going somewhere, will stop for you and pick you up if you're going to a destination that is along the way. Now, how much do you pay them? It all depends. Uh, a small token fee are what, what locals pay, 5000 soon. That's about $0.50, cents really, for a considerable distance. I'd pay maybe $1, about 10000 soon. And if you really are in doubt and you think $1 is too little, just ask the driver how much they want for it. Usually they'll say 10000 soon, 15000 soon. It's never going to be over $5. I promise you that. I'd say spend one full day morning tonight in Tashkent, maybe two if you want to take it slow. Have a feel for the capital, but that's about it. Don't spend any more time there because... The most interesting parts of Uzbekistan, the most interesting parts of the ancient Silk Road is actually outside of Tashkent, which I will tell you more about later on Hashtag Wanderlust right here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.